The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. Hi. We are in the home stretch of 2019, if you pay attention to those sort of things. Oh, like time? Yeah. Mm. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, Elizabeth. I remain Stephanie Simbari. Welcome for to the show, guys. for a new me in 2020. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm all for New Year, same me. Oh, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm New Year who dis, new phone, <laughs> new name, new address, new identity. <laughs> it's the future, 2020. We can't be the same old bitches. I guess not. Oh, you're like fucking <laughs> Okay, well, I guess we see who's the Taurus in the group. Immovable, not changing. Got it. No, I think we're always changing. Oh, we are? Right? Yeah. We're always evolving. That's true. Speaking of evolving. We are so thrilled to be bringing you this final episode of not only 2019, but of the decade. <sighs> and joining us to just wrap it all up in a tiny, cute little bow, we have our dear friend, Reiki master and future author and current podcaster herself, Kelsey Patel, joining us in the flesh. How are you, my love? Oh, I am still working out this hangover that we <laughs> all have. We really celebrated the end of the decade before yeah, we New Year's Eve came. Yes. So, I also love that the wow. party that you threw for your husband, that's what we're discussing, was in like not only it felt like the end of the millennium totally. because we were in like the art deco it's like y2k who yeah knows? it was like 1975 <laughs> is gonna be a great year <laughs> that place was so amazing if you guys haven't been there it's called cicada it's you rent so it out awesome. yeah slash they hold other events and then there. you can also just go there anytime to go have like your own little joyful frank sinatra moment oh they do they yeah have you can go to own. dinner mm-hmm. they have a whole it's a whole restaurant i shall fabulous. be returning that was incredible my friend gabby goes i think i was at P. Diddy's 50th birthday party <laughs> last night. What <laughs> happened? But we had a great time. We definitely know how to celebrate, which mm-hmm. I'm really proud of. Check, check. Of check, check. Thanks, <laughs> for that, check. Thanks for that Negroni open bar. <laughs> and my hangover that lasted a whole day. Do you guys feel like when you have an open bar, you kind of forget that like it has the same effect on your body? Like for some reason when you're buying drinks, you have like a modicum of control over like, this will affect me negatively later. But if it's open bar, I'm like, hangover. This shit is it's free. <laughs> like, it's just like the whole thing is free. Like you get a freebie. Like I get a free pass. Yeah. No. No. Turns out that's false. Yeah. And you know, a rookie mistake that I have made a couple times is I didn't drink a sip, a damn sip of water all night because I was just so happy and so lit. And I just really burned my brightness out. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's Monday and you'll be fine tomorrow on Tuesday. I feel great. Drinking some green tea <laughs> with my girl. You'll be fine by Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in your 30s, you know it's, it's a four Get to five ready day. ready <laughs> for a Negroni on Friday night. Yes. yes. I also Done. had never had a Negroni before. Oh, God. Which is so great. really interesting. And so toxic. Well, you just started getting into gin. The hack, though, that I realized is adding soda water. Oh, good call. Is, so it's like a Negroni I just fist. took it as it was. Mm-hmm. And it was really delicious. Mine was a Negroni fist in my face. <laughs> 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 to your fist, I had a fist. <laughs> so here we are. So, so here we are. End of the decade, end of the year. We wanted to talk about a little bit about like this past year and some identified wellness trends that, mm. that came through and maybe what we all thought about them if we 
subscribe to them. If we don't, we have a team of experts that scoured the internet and put together a most wonderful team collection. Just Haley. Just Haley. The most boss ass <laughs> fucking assistant. When you were not in the room before, I was like, thank you for coming on this train and doing everything I could never and would never do. She's amazing. Haley's here. Shout she's out. joining us. Hi. Shout out, sister. <laughs> she's like, leave me alone. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> but I just want to take a moment to thank her for everything she's done for us this past year and Yay! also for compiling this beautiful list. Yes. So should we like just briefly just touch on these and maybe everybody at home can kind of like connect with themselves and think like, did I try that? Do I have an opinion on that? And we'll voice our opinions. And if we tried it or covered it. I love that. And I also want everybody to know that you are going to be also in this episode getting some real love and Reiki and manifesting because it's so exciting to close out a decade collectively right before it's the new year. And I also think that it's important for each of us to really acknowledge our growth in the last decade. And so even as we go through the trends, it's like this energy of just remembering that things are trendy and you never need to stop connecting to yourself and what is working for you. Well mm, said. You know I what I mean? Because yeah. like we all just get so caught up in the like, oh, I need to buy 17 stocks of celery and do <laughs> celery juice every morning. And it's like, but do you? Right. Is we were that just actually good that. for you? Actually, celery oh, is juice okay. is on this Intro, list. So what a great there. place to start. Which I got to give a little pat on the back to season one of That So Retrograde when our friend Alyssa Goodman was on the show bless, talking about bless. celery juice. Talk about people who were drunk at the party. At the party. <laughs> our queen, Literally, Alyssa Goodman. Alyssa and Jordan just ghosted us. Because Alyssa had to leave for I a know, burger. I know, I know. <laughs> our nutritionist. No, but that's why we're all these people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so celery juice, she had come on the show, which was the first time I had ever heard of the medical medium, I think like four years ago, talking about celery juice and obviously Obviously, it hit such a resurgence in at least LA. There was no celery in any Anywhere. of the grocery stores. Gross, it was even wild. That's hilarious. So I definitely think this trend hit and it hit hard. And especially with my skin situation on my face, the amount of messages I got from people <laughs> suggesting I do go with celery juice. And I was like, Thanks. What works for one may not work for all. Well, we all had different experiences yeah. with it. For me, I literally couldn't stop shitting. And Carolyn Barron, acupuncturist, was like, you're making your body so cold by how much you're shitting. You need to cut your celery juice consumption by third. Wow. So like, she's like, it's just not good to have that Were you doing much. it every morning? Every morning I was yeah. doing like a full bottle. Yeah. And then it was like, but of course the person in me who's like, I'm cleansing is like, you know, we kind of all the representation of the cleanse of like the deep shit is really kind of good. But then Actually, after like five days, I was exhausted. But I also think that's the slippery slope with yeah. some of these trends is like what we need to recognize is, and I know that for some people, celery juice has been the most amazing healing gift that they've received in the last few years and bless. Amazing. Yeah. I'm so yeah. happy for that. But I also think we have to be really aware that we're still a programmable society and our egos and our minds may not always have in check what our body is actually asking for and needing totally. because the celery juice thing can also be a little bit of like the 80s fad diet again of like, ooh, look at me. I pooped so much. So Literally. now I'm skinnier. Yeah. And I just want to be a voice of like, Try it. And if it works for you for any trend, but also really give yourself this space and permission to know your body and to intuitively connect to what is good for you so that we're not like back in the, you know, 
whatever those 100 calorie Oreo cookies are of, you know, fad diets before when you wanted to eat a snack, but you just want, didn't want the calories. It's like, yeah. just be aware that right. even wellness things can have a tendency to bring up old, not so good behavior. It's so true because like my brain could override the thing that was like painful in my body to be like, but it's good for me. And it's like, but I knew yeah. that it wasn't. Yep. So yeah, it really, was your point really well made. Well, my one thought on the celery juice is it had the exact opposite that it had for you, Steph, on my system, which was no go. Just like <laughs> backed you up? Oh, yeah. I don't understand. So looking over more of these 2019 trends, which I'm getting a kick out of. So microbiome. <laughs> That's not hey a guys. trend. That's a medical experience. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that's not going away. Yeah. Like you have to recognize that your gut is a huge part of your body's well-being. And it makes so much sense if we think about the fact that our bodies are these actual like skin suits and they have organs and they have things. It's like a piece of equipment. Yeah. And if you're not giving it things like five Negronis on Saturday night, Kelsey, with no water, like obviously you're going to be sick the next day. Yeah, But it's like the idea of microbiome. And even I would say like you and I have talked about this. My husband has not been feeling very well for several weeks. And the minute he changed his probiotic and started taking a different one, everything shifted. With the microbiome, it's funny. I, I feel like it's more that it's being more looked to as a signifier of health and nurturing that, which I think is really cool. It's weird that the information about what your gut actually does has been veiled for so long. Weirdly, like, yeah, it's like it's the safe house of half of your, your immune system. It's where your serotonin is produced. It's like so much is going on there. And the fact that like, when did we go to the first mind body green? Like four years ago? Yeah. Like, that was when the doctors were like, so hot right have now. this information, microbiome. We're like, Oh, my intestines? <laughs> They're not just a place where like trash gets like turned into poop. It shouldn't be. It's crazy. It's just so weird that it's like that should have been basic information for so Yeah, but so imagine long. what we don't know in the upcoming I decade. Know. That's what's exciting You know what we're really going to gonna learn about, I think, is our brains. Oh, for sure. And I love this one. Surprise, surprise. CBD gets bigger than ever. I love the future. I love that every morning I can put CBD in my coffee. I actually don't agree with the CBD trend. I don't, not that I disagree with CBD. I think it's a trend. And I think everybody is like CBD crazy. And I don't think that there's enough awareness right now or even research out there to, and I'm not saying that everything has to be research. I want people to trust themselves and know what they need, but like I've taken different CBD and it's not actually made me feel great or it's not made me feel any different. And there's so many different grades and qualities. And we also have to recognize that wellness is a huge money-making industry right now. So everyone and their mom is like getting on this idea of like, let's create a clean beauty brand and let's create a CBD brand and let's infuse these products with CBD. And I really question how much they actually know about CBD and its impact. But for, the cool thing is that you can now order it online, like at yes. places like Miss Grass and certain other retailers if you're not doing THC. I agree with you though, that like the sourcing is really important. Like my dad sent me a photo of CBD he got in Florida and it was like this black label with a red giant typeface. And I was like, where like, did you, did you get that at the gun store? Like, I don't like, trust that, that font. <laughs> Literally that <laughs> font tells me something is amiss. If there's any it. trend that I love in this past year, it's all the font around any 
cannabis related. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just the, that packaging, it just like <laughs> is ridiculous and beautiful. Yeah, totally. I wanted to talk about a couple of the things on this Global Wellness Summit thing, just because I think it's like just worth shouting out how cool it is that like the consciousness has elevated to a point where it's not just about like things that we're consuming or supplements that we're taking or diets that we're on. It's like this is entering the world space in such a new way. Like it's hitting fashion with like sustainable stuff, like all the rentals and all the companies that you can like buy things and send them back to. And I just like think that's amazing. And then it says that you're going on trips and there's like wellness things you can go on at hotels. Like this is what is like really exciting to me where it's like it's entering marketplaces that it was never in before. I could not agree more. And I just think it speaks to like how much we all need these things on such like a higher level. Yeah, it's like, and we're also, I think people are starting to recognize that we are these very diverse beings and that we need these holistic experiences and that it's good for our mind, body, and spirit yeah. and that it is all connected, that it's not just like a sexy hotel and whatever. It's like, hey, we also have a yoga mat and there's classes at this time and here's a different CBD infused fuzzy drink in the thing, a mini bar instead of just like Jack Daniels, you know? And like that your choices like to be fashionable, yeah. for example, don't live outside of your responsibility that you have as like a human on the planet or like making conscious choices. Like if you're just drinking juice or just taking yoga, but you're still like not thinking about everything else that you're buying or consuming or participating in, then you're not really... Totally. Yeah. I fully I'd really it. like to put a call out for single use plastics to die with this decade. Yes. It is yeah. time, guys. I had such a spooky <sighs> experience the other day. Fully swayed my kitchen. Like I've done it like surface level, but I haven't gone through all the drawers and like taken everything out. And I have, you know, just one drawer that every time I'd buy a plastic bag, I just that's the drawer. The that plastic I, bag yeah. drawer. And I took them all out. It was like this whole year. And I was just like, oh, like what? Yeah. I mean, I'm not using them. And the reason why I wasn't throwing them out is because I'm like, well, if they're in my house, they're not poisoning the planet. But it's like, that's not a solution for us all just to like hoard the plastic until it suffocates us to death. Right. Like what? I guess I have a similar thing with just ordering from Thrive. Like right. things come in these great plastic bags and I just keep them in a drawer and I use them. So I try to do like well, the those reuse. I kept, but I'm talking about the like plastic bags. Like, like from the drugstore? Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I going to use those for? Line your bin and then stop getting them. Well, exactly. Like, yeah. You just have to refuse. Right. But I just... Re- refuse, reduce, recycle. I yeah. honestly think I know that it is sounds it. dumb, it's but it's so true. true. It's real, man. I think we all have to actually start being like, I want to be a conscious consumer. And even though I might not know exactly how to do it or, you know, we all still have a lot of blind spots that it's like, oh, I didn't realize that this is my shampoo thing is, you know, like there's a lot of places if we really want to go down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> we I just had a all... vision of like going to the store and like just buying shampoo, <laughs> like just like in your hand, <laughs> running home <laughs> You're like, I gotta get home before the container. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean is like we're in the midst of an evolution. So yeah. we can't expect ourselves to be perfect, but we can expect ourselves to be responsible and to be conscious. And when you can like bring the reusable cup to the coffee shop, when you can get your coffee for here versus to go, like there's just a lot of ways that we can all make better choices that are supporting because you might not think you're going to make a difference. But if every one of us thinks that, then we're not going to make a difference. I, yeah, and you know? what I've what I've thought about that because I've had these conversations, and 
it's not really about like being responsible for what everybody does, but it's about having responsibility for how we step into the world and living in integrity with that. And when we know what we know about the waste, like we can just do our best to minimize it in whatever way that is. I've been toying with this idea. I don't know how it's going to shake out, but of not buying any new clothes. Mm hmm shoes, anything for the first quarter of the 2020 and see what happens. I love that. I think that's You're already on the rental train. I am on the rental train. Yeah, but I think you could totally do that. I would say I'm already like 75% there with the exception of like a Zara jump in here and there, which I mean, but it's just, but (laughs) it's also like really freeing because I was looking on a website the other night and I was like, oh, I told myself I wasn't going to buy anything new. So I was like, never mind. I can't even consider it. So it was even a better I love that. choice for just like my spending in general. And look, that's fulfilling, right? There's fulfillment. I think it could be anything from making that sort of a commitment to the environment to then also doing a, a meditation practice for 30 days. And like any time that I think we show up to ourselves in this sense of like fulfillment or wholeness or getting uncomfortable so that you know that you're challenging your ego and you're challenging your ways and your behaviors, there's a sense of accomplishment. There's a sense of joy that comes from being like, I'm going to commit to this because it's going to make me feel good. And that's okay to like be uncomfortable and know that I'm doing something whole. Amen. Let's see if there's any other trends we need to shout out. I think digital detox and unplugging, duh. Duh. Financial wellness, duh. Uh, Healthy wine. You've lived there. Literally, thank (laughs) thank the gods. Since I quit California wine. Oh, you got me on that trend too. Sorry to be so cunty. What happened? I do not get hungover from drinking wine. Interesting. Like I never get a headache and I could drink a whole bottle. Like I know that sounds... I bring a bottle of French wine over to Steph's house and yeah. we we rage. We rage without hangover. No, I I do not get a wine yeah, headache at all since I stopped California wine, and it's sad because this is like we're in California. California wine. It's supposed to be so. I good, got married but... in Napa. Lol. You're like I got married in Napa, but I imported French wine. <laughs> <laughs> but the biodynamic thing, the lowering of the sulfates, yeah. really all of that stuff is really real. Like for people who are sensitive, and I just. Like shout out to the organic seller, shout out to the people who are really doing the Lord's work for us wine lovers out there. I also think the same with water. I don't think it's become a trend yet, but I have a feeling it's going to become even bigger is our water (laughs) sourcing and how like what water we're putting in our bodies and even the water from our shower filters and just how we are connecting with this incredible vibrant energy, which is water. Gotta take a break to give love to really a wellness trend early adopter, if you ask me. Mm. We're talking about Sweaty Betty, who has been shaking up the activewear market for over 20 years. They are designed in London, which, as we know, is the head of the fashion ship. Hell yes. Unless we're talking about Milan. (laughs) But in my heart, it's London. And they are designed by an all-female team. And the activewear is crafted with the highest quality materials to really flatter the female form and exude confidence both during and outside of their workouts. I have to say that I really love the leggings that I got. They make my butt look great because they have bum sculpting technology, and they have a little pocket where I can slip my phone into, and then I can seamlessly go from a Pilates class to a drink. Like all really, really important things to cover, I would say. (laughs) Then also, you're not alone in 
loving their power legging. It is five-star rated. Mm. You can wear it for seven plus different kinds of sports. It's high-waisted with an adjustable draw cord for the perfect fit. And I really enjoy that feature because it kind of cinches in the waist and it just makes everything kind of look cuter. And then you feel cuter and then you work out better. That's science. We love wearing our power leggings. I just did like a spin class yesterday that was a 20-minute spin and 20-minute arm lifting weights. And I had my sweaty buddies on and I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I was like, not bad, kid. (laughs) They also have really cool stuff for skiing for the winter, guys. May I recommend clicking that tab on the website? It's uh, really stylish and I'm coveting this one-piece snow bunny suit with the furry hood. Ooh, they have really nice like two-piece sweatsuits. Mm -hmm. They've got, really, they have everything. We love the legging, but we have our eye on so many more things. And you guys should check it out too. Head over to sweatybuddy.com slash retrograde and use the code retrograde and you'll get 20% off your order. That is sweatybuddy.com slash retrograde and use code retrograde and you will get 20% off of your order. Shall we get back to the show? Yeah. And everyone get their power leggings so we can all match. Mm, I love how power legging is the new power suit. (laughs) I want to introduce you to something that everybody needs in their life, which is Adderall and compliments, which is also the name of my podcast. I'm Annabelle, and every week I want you to come kiki with me and my hilarious friends as we talk about everything from reality TV to dating fails, mental health. I promise it will make you laugh, and most importantly, it will make you feel so much better about your own life. So come join me and my baby stripper voice every Friday on iTunes, Spotify, and follow me on Instagram at Annabelle's Sisto and give me the greatest gift of all, which is validation. I'm curious for like both of you, if there's anything in looking back in this past year, if there's like a trend or there's something that you adopted personally that you're proud of or excited about in the whole world of wellness. I would say that the consistent experience over the last six months of getting a true lymphatic massage once a month from Lisa has changed a lot of things for me. It's definitely changed my digestion. Cause you know, when you get the lymphatic massage, she does for me, she does like a lot of my stomach. Cause that's where like all my inflammation goes. Cause it's just like a part of my body that's slow and shitty. So I love mean, I love you, but you suck. And really getting in touch with that and getting into like the deeper layers of that healing has been like transformative. And that's Lisa Gainsley. It's kind of funny. Like the way that I feel about like our, our discovery of like lymphatic drainage is similarly how I feel about like the microbiome where it's like, Again, like this thing that's like a critical part of like your health and your healing and like such a place where we hold dis-ease and we hold so much bad stuff. It's so crazy to me that it's like suddenly now we're like, oh, this whole system in your body that like transfers things and detoxes you, it matters. Like it's so relevant. By the way, like it's important. (laughs) She's important. (laughs) You should take care of it. And like VIP. I I think that I could have probably saved myself a lot of like physical pain Mm -hmm. and disconnect if I had discovered that sooner. So I'm, and that's my number one. Like, I'm so grateful for that. I'll never stop seeing her. That's amazing. She can never leave me. Don't You know go. how I get with people. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, I would say mine is different in the sense that it's maybe not an actual thing, but it's more of a mindset. And mine is just like, my assistant had said this to me a couple months ago of try easy. Mm. And I think I've done 
a lot this year to shift the way that I approach things. And it's been the most incredible experience to see it unfold. And I also went on some deep dives with Vanessa and doing nutrition response testing and like this whole supplement thing, which really helped. And I had some big pains in my low back and in my like front right hip that I could not I had even gone in and gotten like a cortisol shot into my low back and none of it helped. And the minute I saw this sports physiotherapist guy, he just basically moved and massaged the muscle of my psoas and that was what was happening. And I think my mind will go to these places of like, like I've got to go in and it's going to be harder. I just never thought that my physical body could feel so good. And it was about consistency you know, going to my appointments with Vanessa and showing up for my body and movement and just committing to myself and like making me the priority and my physical well-being. And I think my message out there for people too would also be like, even if you're struggling and even if you have something that feels misaligned, it could also be easy to give yourself the space to heal it because I think my mind was always thinking it was like going to be so hard to not feel tired and all these different things. And when I found these different practices that were the complete opposite of what Western medicine would tell me to do, it's been the most incredible journey. And I feel so strong and I feel so like good in my body and I feel so just energized. Even watching my husband go through his stuff I want people to realize that sometimes it can be a really easy change Mm -hmm. that can bring the healing, like the lymphatic massage. It's not that it's easy and it's not that it's not a commitment, but it is kind of easy. You know what I mean? To get in there and start feeling better. I love that you're saying this because I was writing about this this morning where it's like, if you skip your morning meditation or you don't do one because you don't have time or you don't go to your doctor's appointments because you feel like you're too busy or you don't make time for those things. It's like the ultimate show of you actually not really giving yourself love. Totally. Like the showing the antithesis up. antithesis of yeah, self-love. And like the showing up is really the the only thing. I love that you're saying that. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, we all have to take responsibility. If people tell me, I don't know how to meditate. My mind's too busy or I didn't have time for movement. It's like, I sat on this panel this year and it was so brilliant. It was this incredible psychiatrist and she's a wellness psychiatrist and she said on the panel, new genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new genre. Our Same. minds, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Our minds are in our physical body. So change your physical body, you change your mind. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think people feel like it's easier for other people to go move their bodies or to meditate than it is for others. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Every day I have exactly. a battle with myself if I'm going to do my morning practice or not with meditating, if I'm going to go move my body. And every fucking time that I do, I feel more myself. I mm-hmm. feel more at peace. I feel more present. I feel like life is easier. And so it really is a choice. It's a yeah. choice to get curious. Yeah. It's a choice to integrate. It's a choice to align. It's a choice to choose joy. And like re-choose again, like when you say, oh, it's too hard to do it or it's I don't have time. It's like, just give yourself a new thought. Someone yeah. said something totally. to me really, that was really interesting about this. And then let's say meditating, for instance. Well, if you're not doing it, then it must not be important to you. And then it's like, you check yourself. Is it important to me? Yeah, yeah it actually is important to me. And then yeah. when I have that conversation with myself about anything I'm avoiding, sometimes I'm like, it actually isn't that important to me. And, and I, I'm, okay I'm going to be honest with myself that I actually don't care. Totally. And as, I think it's just about being real with yourself and what your priorities are. And 
because there's such a sliding scale of things were that are come at us throughout the day, whether it is high priority or low priority, or if it's something that even resonates with mattering yeah. for us personally, it's just about, I love just checking in. It's like, well, I guess I don't care about it. And then if I'm like, no, I actually do. My soul is like, no, you do. And you want to put this at top of mind. Then I and do. you're worthy of making this a priority right now. You know, yeah. it's like, I think that's part of it's the check It's also all a choice. It's all a choice. And it's also a choice to say, you know, I think with other energies, it could be with family or with friends, with business, remembering that your priorities are not my priorities. You know, right. like having that discernment to say what you need and want from me right now does not have to be like my number one priority and giving yourself that space and permission to check in, not to be an asshole or to be irresponsible or to be irreverent of someone else, but really to give yourself space first to say like, have I met myself and my needs right now? And if not, then I need to check and see what I can do in this moment to shift and come back to me and then I can show up for others. Absolutely. You know? And you kind of take away the guilt from what you're saying too, where it's like, if you're- Cut and dry. Yeah, like if you feel like you should be doing something and you're not, and you don't really know what you actually feel about it, then you're always going to be beating yourself up because you're like, I should be, but I'm not. And why am I not? And like, yeah. it creates this like gross zone where it's like really cloudy and unclear. And if you're just like, I'm not doing that, but I want to be doing that, then okay. I'm not doing that. I don't want to be doing that. Perfect. Great. Like, and then you can Glad just we know. lay down the sword and put it exactly. down and like accept that about yourself. Yeah. I love that. That's cool. I did think of a funny wellness trend that was not from our research, but a crack team of <laughs> investigators. <laughs> Podcasts. Oh. Oh, yes. What a I trend. Just, I take off my headphones and hang them <laughs> yeah. up and never come You're back. Like, I'm out. I'm like, this no, trend is I done. I think that this is really <laughs> interesting because we saw a surge within this space this past year that was. I could have never predicted Yeah, that's been such an amazing thing to bear witness to and to also simultaneously being talking about a subject that has also become so much in the forefront as we've highlighted. There's so much industry around the artist formerly known as wellness. I don't know what we're going to call it in 2020, Dad. but we'll figure it out. It's been really fascinating to be sitting where we sit and talk about the things we talk about. And we started very much as a trend-driven show. Like we right. like, you know, I shudder at this, all. but we, you know, shudder we did an it. episode on juice cleansing, which is like cool if that's for you. It's definitely, <laughs> I would never do that episode now. What do you mean? I think it has legs. <laughs> very, very weak legs. So did the <laughs> 20 juice stores that all opened and closed within six months <laughs> in a two-mile radius Woo! here in Los Angeles. But so it's just, I just want to acknowledge the skyrocketing of how people are receiving information through podcasts. And wellness podcast is an entire genre now that Kelsey, you started your podcast this year. <laughs> it's like, I am part of this Yes, trend. you Magic are. Vibes. You are. And honestly, but it's such joy. It's like just another medium and form of communicating. And it's obviously podcasts aren't going anywhere. I think it's just going to continue to grow. But I also think it's going to continue to grow in terms of listening. And I think more people are learning of podcasts. So the more podcasts that are coming out, there's also more people coming in to like download an app and download, you know what I mean? And finding the ones that really speak to them. Yeah. So thanks to everyone who found this guy. All right. Let's take a time out to say hello and thank you to one of our favorite partners and friends. We love Sakara. The founders, Danielle and Whitney, have been on our show 
not once, but twice. And now we're so excited to tell you about their meal delivery. Sakara is an organic meal delivery program that is based on a whole food, plant-rich diet that includes nutrient-dense and delicious ingredients. As you know, we have talked about it and we love it. It's just the ease about it can't be beat. With the signature plan, which is level one, you can choose between three or five days of meals for the week. Or if you only need lunch or dinner, no problem. You can choose which meals you want delivered based on your schedule, which I love. There was a time that I was so, so, so busy and I kept not prioritizing eating lunch. And mm. then I did the Saqqara only lunches and it was just such a great choice for my health. Yeah. I felt so good and I felt like I was really taking care of myself. And I was because I was nourishing myself midday with just delicious, delicious food. They have a bunch of offerings and you can figure out which one works for you. I think what I said before is validated by the way that they describe this. It's inspired by both the latest microbiome research to Michelin starred restaurants. And I feel like that really is like- I love that marriage. The cross-section yeah. of what you get with Sakara. And along with meals, you also get supplements and teas and support from a certified health coach to help you stay on track. So it's a really well-rounded experience, but most importantly, we can't stress this enough, it's just so yummy. Mm -hmm. So treat yourself. It's a great time. It's the holidays. Maybe you're not always going to want to be eating cookies and pasta with your family. Maybe you're going to want to take a break <laughs> and have a salad in between. Or maybe you're going to go hard with your family and have eggnog for 12 days straight. And in January, you're going to want to reset. Either way, this is a great way to ease into a gentle digestive landing, yes, if exactly. you will. So right now, Sakara is offering our listeners $60 off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash retrograde. That is Sakara S-A-K-I. A-R-A, spelled that for you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Dot com slash retrograde, and you'll get $60 off your first order. Sakara.com slash retrograde. Now back to the show. Ho, ho, ho. Should we talk about the end of the decade and how we're closing this out mindfully, like the enlightened people that we are? I don't know. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you and Russell Simmons, yeah. <laughs> um. you know, You know, the biggest signifier that you are not enlightened is if you call yourself yeah, enlightened. if you have to say the words <laughs> with yourself, yes. But I was going to say that I love what you were saying about making it easy because I think that that's, you know, Elizabeth and I have an episode coming out in the beginning of the year, but we can give a little teaser where it's that... There's something about 2020 that's all about turning the way that we did the work in 2019 that was more like difficult and like boots on the ground, like really tough to transition into a time when you're still working, but there is like an ease and a flow. And like what you're saying, that's kind of the theme of where what we're moving into. So I like that you brought that into the yeah. conversation. So I think that there is a lot of 2019 ways of being that we do not need to carry. Yeah, I Forward. think. Amen. Amen. And I really feel like, first of all, it's just another day. Like, let's right? just remember how to not get overwhelmed Anybody? or bombarded with feeling Thank you like for saying we that. have to like do this huge ritual and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just another day. Just drop some molly and roll yourself into 2020, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. But I think so. That I just want to say that, first of all. And then also, to me, one of the greatest ways of bringing and energy to a close and welcoming in a new one is to do a little bit of reflecting. So to just sit with yourself and really connect with like, what is it that I am proud of and that I feel has been, I like to tell people to find a word mm -hmm. that the last year or the last decade represents mm. of 
you know, just really going all the way back to 2010, right? And like seeing yourself then and just thinking of the hardships and the joy and the unexpected and the, you know, the excitement and the sadness. And we've all lost, we've all grown, we've all like shifted, we've all changed, we've all had really, really big moments. And it's instead of looking at it as like, oh man, like what was done to me or how did this happen this way and blah, 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 to look at it from a place of true compassion with yourself and the journey that is being human. And also to look at something that you feel really proud of. Like if I asked you right now, what is the word that you would feel in this last year or this last decade that you really connect with, that you feel proud of? Oh, the pressure of a word. I would say... (laughs) I would say growth. Yeah. I don't know if there's a word for it, but I think like finding my path. Amazing. Alignment, babe. Alignment, baby. It's interesting. So we worked with our... uh, Our business coach and she had us do a writing exercise talking about what we want to celebrate and then what we want to release. So I think that that really aligns with what you're saying. I personally, I can look at a blank page of like a recap of a year or decade and I'm like, whoo, where to begin? But having like a little prompt really helps me. And I think that we all need that. I also think it's important to remind all of us that you have grown, no matter what you think your life has been, you have grown and you have gotten even closer and closer to your destiny and to your path. And no matter what age you are, no matter where you're at in your life, no matter what has happened that you wanted or didn't want, wherever it's taken you, how can you look at it through the lens of like love and gratitude? Mm-hmm. Again, it comes back to a choice, right? You can see how you want to see your life and what's happened to you and what experiences that you've had. And then how did you grow from it? How did you choose from that? And then really going into a new decade, it's like, what is, again, it could just be a word. What's the energy that you and the momentum that you want to take your life into? Because there's going to be a lot of stuff that none of us have a clue about that are going to happen in the next decade. Just like we had so many things happen that we didn't realize in this, went Facebook to Instagram, you know, like just the things that we are becoming conscious of and aware of, and it's going to keep growing. So how can you keep growing and changing with it? Something that I want to take is that I have this problem where like sometimes my lessons don't stick to me. Like even though I learn them and like I know them, the next time that it comes up, it's not that I think I need to learn it again, but I forget that I've already learned it. And I don't have the like calmness and confidence to just step into like using those things. Mm. And I feel like that's something that could be cool moving forward into 2020 to 2030. Oh my God. Well, (laughs) is that like to know that you are equipped to handle more than you are conscious of because of everything that you're taking with you without having to like consciously be in the space of thinking about those things. Does that make sense? Like when challenging things come up or exciting things come up, having the like fortitude to be like, okay, I'm equipped to handle this or I'm prepared to receive this. And so you know what that is? That's calibrating. Mm. That's calibrating your vibration so that you can receive more. Yeah. Because what happens is if you have not done your, that's why we do a meditation practice, by the way, is like to sit in the feeling and then you can start to visualize and grow your expanse so that you can get used to the vibration so that when it does come in, you don't ejaculate it and like 
get rid of it, that mm-hmm. you can actually hold on to it and you can allow yourself to build this container yeah. that has the ability to breathe with it, Impregnate to harmonize. It. Yeah, I'm still Literally. stuck on ejaculate. Yeah, but, it, but it's... I'm like, is it in my eye? Like, where, where is, is it? it? But it's, you, it, I think it's real, you know? And yeah. it's also about selective learning. You know how they say people have selective hearing? It's like, you're also, when you say that, Steph, it's also, that's you choosing to be selective in your learnings rather than just knowing that you fucking learned it and that it can land and you can resonate and you can hold the learning. See, I think it's more that, you know, you come to a place that you have to grow to a certain place where you're confident enough to own it. You know, when challenging things come up, sometimes you go into that like small child version of yourself where you don't know you don't know how to react and you fuck it up because you should have already learned. So it's I'm, all I'm saying is like to hold space for knowing that you learned a lot over these past 10 years. This Absolutely. shit was crazy. Absolutely, This shit was crazy. But yeah. also to say like, this is also just the beginning. Yeah. There's so much more coming and it's really going to be a choice of how you want to align. And like you yeah. are here and you are here at this time and you are worthy of everything that you see around you and the things and the people that you admire. Like, Instead of feeling envy or comparison or jealousy, start to appreciate that that person is giving you a mirror of what's possible for you too. And start to calibrate your vibration of the inner knowing that if you can spot it, you've got it. So if you can see that in someone, it means that you too hold it. So give yourself permission to let the energy land inside of you and open up to becoming that you. Because if you feel it and you want it, then it's fucking inside of you. Like, of course, it's meant to be yours. You just have to get your mental programs out of the way and work that. Those things that trigger you are your golden nuggets. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that is like, ooh, I'm going to go sit with this. I'm going to do work on this because this is my greatest opportunity right now. Mm-hmm. And we all know that. But it's like actually sitting with it is the same as does it matter to you? Does right. this matter enough to you that you really are ready and want to shift it? Because totally. if it doesn't, then just keep getting triggered. Just keep getting annoyed. Just keep getting or jealous. stop getting annoyed. Stop getting jealous. Stop getting yep. triggered because it doesn't matter. Like that's kind yeah. of the what drawing that line is. And like, like, what do you want to take away from this moment? If it's triggering you, if it's bothering you, whatever, like how can you shift it? Because no one's going to do it for you. No one is going to make these changes. Nobody's going to get your body up to the gym to work out. Nobody's going to sit your body down to do the meditation. Like you have to choose you. Nobody's going to do it for you. Not a podcast, not a book, not a friend, not a family member, not a partner. Not a celery juice. Not a celery juice. (laughs) It's like nobody's really going to do it for you. So you have to be the one to say, I'm worth it. I want my life to look this way and I'm willing to put in the fucking work to get there. One quick announcement if I can. So I actually wrote a book in 2019 (laughs) and it's available for pre-order right now and it's called Burning Bright Mm. and it's all about turning burnout, fatigue, anxiety, stress, fear into Burning Bright. And if you order your pre-order copy, you actually get a 35-minute meditation with Reiki and visualization to go through every year of the decade and close it out and really receive its healing and its love and its deliciousness and then take you into the new decade for a deep visualization for yourself. So if that speaks to anyone, you can go to kelseyjpatel.com slash book. 
Yeah, we'll link that in our show notes. Congratulations. Thanks, so guys. proud of you. So incredible. This is so amazing. Excited. And I just can't wait to share it because it's real and it's um, vulnerable and it's the true journey. And I want everybody to have it. Any closing <laughs> thoughts on just tying up this year with a bow? I'm just really proud of everybody. I'm <laughs> proud of us for making it through what was a really wild ride. Like wherever you are right now, I'm just really, really proud to be a human and to be on this journey with you because it's not fucking easy mm. and it takes a lot and it takes a lot of gumption and it takes a lot of pushing through. And I think that wherever you are, you're right on time and you fucking did it. Thank you. Yeah. And I hope that in 2020 and through 2030, I'm already in 2030, the trends of wellness turn into a mainstream understanding of how we are all able to thrive together in health and community. And it's not this outside counterculture situation that is inaccessible to people who've never seen it before. I hope it can just Amen. seamlessly become the norm. Amen. Very cool. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. If I may, I just want to say hi to my mom and dad who oh, hi. are oh, celebrating okay. their 50th wedding anniversary, <gasps> December 28th. But they're only 40. I know, right? <laughs> um, so I just wanted to take a minute to thank them for existing. And I love you guys. And congratulations on 50. Wow. Oh, wow. And thanks wow. for deciding to have Elizabeth when you were so old. <laughs> <laughs> we love our little cookie. So I just wanted to say. Love you guys. Love Happy you anniversary. Guys. Thank you. And um, <laughs> just thank you. Thank you for, for being and getting together so that I could live. I yes. guess. <laughs> it's a selfish, selfless. It feels important. Congratulations. And what else? What's I don't know. Yours? Do you have one? Some parting words? Uh, some parting words. Wow. I just think, you know, I really love to look at every moment as an opportunity to reflect or change a behavior or manifest something or put something out into the world that you can be proud of. I think that we can all use this quieter time around the holidays to focus on that, but also remember that we have the gift to do that for ourselves and for anyone else in our lives whenever yeah. we want to. So just to kind of alleviate the pressure on this new year, end of year, new decade, end of decade energy, like we can just decide to live our bliss at any moment. I literally feel like people like this year, I feel like it's less of a pressure because it's more of like the newness. It's so much more exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's 1920, guys. It's fucking the end of prohibition. It's like, it's like this new energy that it's nothing like we've ever seen before. So I hope right. that that's like more what people are thinking where it's not like, oh, 2020, what have I done for the yeah. past year? It's like 2020, like oh, what exciting. can I do? Yeah. Magic, why not? Why not? Why not? We're in the future, baby. <laughs> Ready awesome. to burn bright. So we are going to be taking next week off for the holiday and we will be back the second week of January with a brand new episode giving you an insight into the numerology for 2020 and as Steph touched on earlier it's amazing it's we're really excited so about it so, so sick. if you haven't listened to that Remington episode we did at the top of the year for 2019 it's too late I highly <laughs> recommend if you want a fun reflection see what resonates with you in that episode because I was tripped out as fuck at all the accuracy. Amazing. That's amazing. It That's, was that wild. It's fun to like reflect yeah, and see what's It's happening. really cool. So 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Thanks. I'm Stephanie Smart. And thanks to Kelsey. Thank you, Kelsey, for being not only a friend to the show, but a friend in our hearts and our lives. You're the best. Love you too. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.